What's up, you guys? It's Adora Colors. And it's Monetism. And, and this is two, two girls, girls, one gram. gram. That's damn. sad. That God That's damn. how long it's been. We out of sync. <laughs> damn. Yes, you guys. Know, we are back. Oh. Finally. Finally. Weird. Like, we're way well. We're... We're waist deep in this pandemic. Hi, we are, and we came right, and then we came back. Not at not at the beginning, girl. We're in the middle. We're in the thick of it, but we're here. We're back. Um, yeah. Of course, we're gonna get into. We have a lot to get into. You know, we, we want to catch up with into. you guys. We got a lot of new music to go over. A lot. Uh, oh my god! Since we've been so gone. Much. Um, I'm gonna try not to make it like three hours long, but yeah, and a lot of like just personal shit, of course, and astrological. I mean, y'all know, y'all can see the manifest, like the manifestation of the shift, literally. I mean, so yeah, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and hop into it. Our first segment, as you guys know, or if you're new listeners here is pass the blunt where we shout somebody out or two people out um once a week here on the show that we'd like to pass a blunt to whether they smoke or not you know it is a metaphysical blunt you know it does not have to be a real blunt but amen yeah so why don't you go ahead and go first and tell us who you're shouting out today okay so i'm passing my blunt to um Several people were I'm I'm chatty, so I will try to keep it brief. But it's a podcast, so <laughs> no promises. Um first person I'm passing a blunt to is my Auntie Bebe. My Auntie Bebe yes. just passed away in the beginning of summer. So rest in power, Aunt Bebe. You're everybody's yes. mama. I love you. Um second of all, yo. <laughs> so there have been so many creative shout out to Zoom, not really, but kind of <laughs> for like keeping people productive, like even you know, from the house. The crazy thing about that is, I literally have still never. I don't even have a Zoom account. Like I still haven't used it. I've I don't missed have a Zoom account. All of these meetups and and shits that have been going. Yeah, on. no, I'm um. I don't have an account with Zoom. I just get the number and I'm in that bitch and I'm out. Most of the times, if it's like a, <laughs> if it's a meeting, like something serious, my mic be off because I be smoking and my camera be off because I be smoking. But shout out to Zoom. <laughs> shout out to Zoom for real. For keeping and people connected. I mean, for me, it's been face. I like, I, I, I guess, well, no. FaceTime, I guess, but I have to say, like, even before the pandemic, which I guess we'll kind of get into a little bit later, is that I was kind of in a more solitary space, wasn't, you know, doing a whole, whole, whole bunch uh, socially um, and stuff like that, and so it's actually, I'm just now getting to... uh, a point where I actually want to be more social, which is just how I am. I have my waves. Yeah. 
and it, it, it'll last it's like months you know like it could be a year you know who knows but like I have my ways and it's just funny that now that I'm like I want to hang out outside is closed so yeah <laughs> like I still be wanting to be outside like don't get it twisted I still don't want to talk to y'all but I do want to be around people like people watching. I just more than anything I miss like because like before the pandemic we were doing like me and fr- you know friends we had done like uh queer barbecue and like you know we did like different things drag sh- like house parties and drag shows so just like yeah I miss like physically gathering with community yeah um that that's and like creating space um in the physical I I I really miss mm-hmm. that I can't wait to like get back to that to be mm. honest so because like the the zoom calls they're cool and like I definitely think that they're necessary too um yeah I and I and I think that like people have really found a way to like found like different ways to to be to connect with one another yeah and i think that that's a that's a blessing yeah but yeah i definitely miss like going to art shows and just different like i was looking back at pictures and i like last year on like juneteenth and all that so yeah oh man yeah, last year, Juneteenth, um, there was a festival. It was, and I think we talked about it. Yeah, we definitely talked about it. It was called Black Love Fest here in oh, Houston. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was just, like, yeah. looking back, like, damn, you know? There yeah. was some, vir- of course, there was a lot of uh, virtual shit going, uh, that happened, that took place this year yeah. um, for Juneteenth and stuff like that. But, yeah, last it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. Oh, so, yeah. I love Juneteenth. Same, Juneteen. and and it was. I don't know. I I, feel, I just feel like it felt different last year, and definitely feels different this year. But yeah, it just felt different. Um, which I guess yeah. means that I felt different. So maybe I just perceived. I guess I just perceived things differently. But it was amazing. Yeah. Um. I like I I haven't joined. Part of the reason I haven't been joining uh zoom calls is just you know one of the major changes um and Monet knows of course is is I got a new job yay yeah um, I think Woo! right before pandemic hit that was something that I was talking about so I did get a new job and we love to see it but not uh it didn't replace my old job so I have both and so it's like when I'm not at work, I'm like spending time with myself, resting, or like, and like I said, now, like in the past, like maybe in the past like month, two months, I've been, you know, kind of uh connecting more with people like not definitely not uh gathering in large spaces uh, i mean in large crowds but just yeah you know big chilling chilling basically i go to a park you know i love going to the park i'll take me like a i'll take me one beer i'll take like a few like markers or pens and my sketchbook and go to the park i'm just dead because 
I, okay, y'all, this is the second time Monet has mentioned beer. And this whole time, I didn't even know that they oh drank God. beer. Yo. And so, I didn't every really time you I... say that, I'm just like, beer? Beer. <laughs> I really didn't start drinking beer. Sp- specifically, my go-to was dark beer. Because I'm dark-skinned, it makes sense. But, like, I didn't really start drinking beer until, like... To the end of 2018, I just like I don't know. Liquor is not it unless it's I'm not. like celebrating something. How many but, like, of y'all have stopped drinking alcohol? Like yeah. I don't know. It's just not. Yo, I have. Honestly, I mean, I haven't my, been drinking. My skin looks so great because I have my, my like. And people. people underestimate alcohol makes a really really big difference. I haven't drank. Yeah. Since I went vegan, so I guess it's been like going on like three years or over, uh, maybe a little over. I don't it's know. It's been some time. It's been some time. Yeah. And I don't miss. I've like never been like, man. Not okay. Let me not lie. Sometimes you know you think about the little crossfade action. You know when you get a little henny. Mmm. And, and a hit of a blunt. Ooh. And a hit of a blunt. A little blunt. You know Sometimes. we we like that, but. No, I haven't. The last time I tried some shit like that, it, it fucked me up. So I have not done that in some years. I haven't I haven't had actual alcohol in some years. I yeah. do like, you know, a little wine. I like But I even then it's like wine. on a it's on it's every blue moon. It's on occasion, you yeah. know. Yeah. It's the vibe, you know. It's the vibe, right. It's the vibe. I feel like I had eyes every time I say that. That's why I Same. say it like that. It's a vibe. It's the vibes. It's, if if the vibe is right, you know, I'll have a little sip sip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I'm but. really, if I'm trying to unwind for real, for real, for real, I don't know. If I'm trying to get into some shit, I might have some wine. But See, I feel like the blunt, the way that some people like to have their beer, the blunt is like my beer, you know, when I just, yeah, yeah have my blunt. Um, especially now that I have my other, my new job, y'all, is I'm a manager at a sports bar. So um, it I work nights. So I have a day job and I have a night job. And so, I mean, I'm getting home a lot of times, 3, 4 a.m. I know a lot of people just like prayed for me when I said that. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know three. how you, gr- yeah. friend. I don't know how you have the energy because my bedtime is at ten o'clock, and if I'm and you not know bed, me like but cranky. like my bedtime was like nine. So, yeah. but I will say there's something about I don't know. There's something about that sleep that just hits different when I get home at three a.m. and <laughs> It's it's like the equivalent of like I don't I haven't had a night like this in some time as well. But like when you go out, like when you like used to like On go out to the club. No, like when you go out to the yeah. No, like when you go out to the club. Yeah, and you get you know you 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 drank. You've had your drinks. You've had a good time, and you come home, and it's like three a.m. And the way that sleep hits like yeah. that, it's like that. After you like drunk order food, yes, that sleep that's that. hard. 
so I have to like when I get home, like the the sleep hit the sleep really does hit different. Like I don't know, but yeah. anyway, we just went off on a tangent. Whatever, we minutes. it's been a minute. Welcome back, <laughs> welcome back, y'all. We going on tangents. Fuck it. But like but, we don't pass the blunt. I'm passing. <laughs> let me just. Say, I'm passing a blunt to um K K. It's not K Stank Golden. In my mind, it's K. No, it's K Dank Stay Golden. K Dank Stay Golden on Instagram. But okay, let me tell you. So K is like a um a queer black um. I'm sure she identifies as a woman, but like queer black masculine woman based in South Florida, she makes fire ass beats. Like the niggas shit slaps hard and I fuck with it. And yeah, I'm passing a blunt to you because I, I feel like you smoke. I feel like you fucking smoke. <laughs> um, but they, yeah, they just came out with a project. You go on their Instagram at K Dank Stay Golden. You can find it and you can find like links to their music and shit like that but i've always thought they were very cool i thought they were very down to earth and i just like seeing people like make shit because it's fun me too which yeah. is why like i like Joe buttons of the world like, really irritate the fuck out of me because it's just like why are you so mad at kids just like being creative like why are you mad at creativity right i, I just that doesn't compute same i'm just like why (laughs) that shit is so weird to me like i don't even understand being that invested in something that you don't even like allegedly then it's not for you then it's not for you but you know each their own people anyway. really do be mad i like people specifically like black people you know the internet would be would not be as lit as it is if it wasn't for niggas so you're welcome but mm-hmm. like black people like black people are the future like black people have like take the internet and like take i don't know the way the black way that black people just make we just, ma- we just made the internet I mean, yeah it- honestly yeah, that's our shit. You're welcome. World. And black people will literally create culture. Yeah, because all them little dances and shit y'all be doing on TikTok. I don't see y'all line dancing on I TikTok. Don't ha- that's you know, sure. well, let's skip over that. <laughs> the fact that I don't have a TikTok, but I don't get the the like the like look the white girls dancing on like TikTok. I don't get it. Like I don't get. I, I don't get it. You know, okay, so you know, like, I don't know, it's not the Savage Dance, but it was, um, Reel em In, no, Break It In, no, Renegade, that's what it's called. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so old. Renegade. And, like, I remember seeing, like, little white girls do it and thinking, like, I feel like this isn't how it's supposed to look and I feel like you're doing it incorrectly. And, like, maybe a black person came up with it and sure enough, it was, like, a 14-year-old black girl and she just, like was late to get credited for it yeah but like all that all that i don't like all of the like body moving i'm just like because when you really analyze it they're not doing anything there is no actual dance moves there's just some i don't know it's weird it's like Like, cheer moves with a little more rhythm yeah yeah i don't know i don't know am i the only person that feels like i don't know it's weird like i don't get it 
I don't get it. And I just... Maybe because, I don't know. It's not for me. And is it freestyled? Is it choreographed? Sometimes it's choreographed, right? I mean, obviously, I know that, like, challenges are choreographed. But, like, I, I mean, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. And I'm not invested enough to, like, need to find out. So, it's fine. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, I, I'm I fine. Just... But, I don't know if K-Stank, K-Danks, K, it's not K-Stank, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's K, it's K-Dank, stay golden. I would call K. K does not have a TikTok. I don't think you'll find them on there. But you can find them on Instagram. And occasionally they'll go live and you can watch them, like, make fire-ass beats in real time. And that's fun, too. So, that is passing fun. you a blunt. We love to see it. We is love that all, to see it. Are those all the people you're passing blunts to this week? All right. I said there was many. Um, who else was I passing a blunt to? Um, I forgot. Wow. Oh, no, I remember. I'm also passing a blunt to a, um, a trans, uh, a uh, trans rapper. Her name is Rara Gabor. Hard as fuck. Hard as fuck. Trans woman rapper. Like, black. Fucking powerful. Bad bitch. I love her music. Like, that's like Lil' Kim. Like, you know, you know, like, niggas who rap hard. You know? Yeah. That's Rara. Like, Jada Kiss. Like, Little Kim. I already said Little Kim. But yeah, niggas who you like did. rap. It did. Like, you threw me with the Jada kiss. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't think those are Maybe like play. Or like, what's his, um, Timbaland's like earlier work. Like when he first hit the scene, like he was rapping hard as fuck. Like, like in the mic. I just like, I want to feel the spit on the mic. And I love that. I get that from Rara Gabor. R-A-H-R-A-H-G-O-B-O-R Ara, if you want to look her up on SoundCloud because that's where I bang her shit. So good. Oh my um, god. Passing a blunt I need to you. some new music, so I'm definitely going to be... Rara Gabor. Yeah. Passing a blunt to Brianna Taylor, because duh. Um, yes. Passing a blunt to George Floyd, because duh. Passing a blunt to niggas in minneapolis i know y'all are struggling like shit is still burned down it's weird like yeah. An apocalypse. yeah it's like dystopia for real um don't fuck with the city but like black people are black people so i'm here for it yeah it yeah um i think that's it for now i just feel like for everybody now. black needs a blunt <laughs> yes Honestly, my guys, twenty twenty, and and th- this is the thing. I, I I don't agree that it's been a shitty year. Uh, I think it's been weird. I think it's been a time, but I also think yeah. it's been extremely transformative. And and yeah. with and with that, it's been it's yeah, niggas is tired mm-hmm. Be- niggas because because. Healing and transmutation and and uh, uh not transmutation trans transmuting really 
takes a lot of energy. So yeah, we all need a blunt. We all need. Yeah. We all deserve a blunt. Okay. Right. Period. So, yeah. Period. Actually, so um, as you guys know, I think I yeah definitely have talked about the fact that um. I was going to be going through my doula certification training um, this year. Don't know if I, maybe I didn't. Cause maybe, cause no, a lot of didn't. times I, I won't say shit until it happens. So <laughs> I went through my uh, doula certification training uh, in April this year. And um, so just to give backstory, my what uh, one of my really really close friends um, got pregnant last year. Yeah, sometime last uh, end of last year, and anyway, so I am passing the blunt to her, and I mentioned my doula certification because outside of the fact that like. She is, her name is LaPortia. Um, she is extremely inspiring to, (laughs) besides the fact that she's extremely inspiring to me, um, I really am grateful that she's allowed me to support her on her journey, um, as my first client. Um, and obviously like she's a really, really good friend. So I look at her as more than just a client, but, um. I just know, and it, this is her first baby. She's pregnant with her first baby. And, and I know, like, the um, the amount of trust that, it's, that it takes um, to, to, to decide to even have a doula. And I think especially for, like, black women and uh, their experiences with, like, healthcare, uh, specifically with pregnancy, I definitely understand that it can be something that... Uh, is anxiety inducing and uh, is hard is difficult to make decisions around because there's not a lot of uh, d- d- yeah uh, there's a yeah. lot there's a lot of knowledge out there so I can't say that I just think that there's because of tradition because of socialization we just don't like see other things outside of like traditional hospital births and 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 just yeah. like traditional medicine in general as possible like i mean right. so Western anyway medicine yeah so like i yeah i'm just extremely grateful for that i think that she's amazing um i kid you not like me and her were having a conversation like a couple years ago and she was like yo like i want to have a baby I, uh, I want to have a baby soon and I want to be pregnant next year like that's what I really want and I kid you not like the next year last, so last year she conceived and I mean really did speak speak life into her desires quite literally yeah. and so yeah, that's why I'm passing a blunt too. Her name is LaPortia. She's amazing. Um so great. She's, she's beautiful. Yeah. She's been wearing her pregnancy uh, uh the best. And I really feel like she's going to like 
I think she's really enjoying being pregnant to the point where I think she's really going to miss being pregnant once she gives birth. And she does, um, she drops very soon. So we are prepared, we're preparing for her birth, um, which is super exciting. Um, it's going to be my first live birth. I've never been to anybody's birth, let alone like somebody that I'm actually helping support during their pregnancy. So it's like, yeah. I'm, uh, I don't know, not nervous, Ain't just like anxious, anticipating it, like, mm -hmm. I just feel like she's going to call me out of the blue, just, <laughs> and I just, I'll, like, and I'm, and I think about, like, I wonder where I'll be when she, when I get that call, you know, like, mm. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. So, yeah. That's why I'm passing the blunt, too. Like, Yay. I had to. Passing the blunt so, yeah. to... I love her. Um, passing the blunt to you, too. Because, yay. Like... <laughs> That's yeah, a mean. lot has ha a lot has 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 happened. Doula certification, you know, just like, mm -hmm. and and I say a lot. I mean, I I think to me the a lot is like the is the spiritual is the mental, but that yeah. is is like a constant evolution. Mm. It's just been so much time that it feels like. It's it's been like years. Time is weird for everybody yeah. now too. Like <laughs> these few months have felt like like five years, honestly. It has. Like it's it's I don't know. Like it's like high speed internet but with um people. Like it's been a time. It's yeah, been but I rapid, rapid I don't know. Let's we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it. Yeah, you're right. We're gonna yes. get into all of that when we get into you know, yeah. our star stuff and get into what's happening astrologically. But let's go ahead and move on to yeah. music and what we've been banging since we've been Man. Because all we've been able to do is listen to music. What up, right? What else am I going to do? <laughs> I got so much time. That's it. Okay, so who have you been listening to? So, as y'all know, I'm a fan of the classics. So, Lots of classics, um, just old school, and um, I've been really into um, this. I think I've mentioned her on here before. Uh, rapper, her name is Callie. She really she dropped her first project. Maybe Yay, I think last month. Last month, yeah, she dropped her her first official project. You know, she's had she's dropped singles here and there. She dropped her first project, and it's amazing i mean straight through no skips um i've been banging that a lot um what other new things have uh have come out that i really wait besides new things i just want to uh get into the fact that has anybody noticed the fact that tiffany Goucher's entire fucking discography is just gone off of the is like gone what no, -uh. like if you get on, yeah, like get on Spotify. Yeah, she took off. No, yeah, I'm about to go look right now. And <laughs> so I'm just because Tiffany, what's going on? You told us the project was done. So what? What's 
What is going on? I don't understand. Tiffany. Tiffany, call so, me, please. Let you know, me know what's going on. <laughs> That's been difficult for me. Um, I did not notice that. That's been really difficult. I haven't been able to have any Tiffany uh, Goucher on my Spotify. So. Oh, she must be cooking up something. She must be. I don't know. Must be. I don't know. But yeah, I've been listening to uh, Callie. Like I said, old school. My usual shit. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, a lot of stuff has dropped and I've liked it. But now that I'm, I'm actually like consciously thinking about it, I can't, I'm drawing blanks. Hmm. I've been listening to a lot of Flo Millie. You know, I've been listening to a lot of Flo Millie because at my job, they play a lot of Flo Millie. Oh, that's nice. They do. They yeah, play a lot really of Flo nice. Millie. I job. wish I could play Flo, Flo Millie at my job, but. Look. When I when I when I when we don't have a DJ and I'm on the ox, niggas is gonna be listening to Masego. Look, you don't want to give me the ox. I've been listening to a lot of Masego lately, huh? I say you don't want to give me the ox. I'll put everybody to sleep. I right, and it's so funny because now it's like the running joke at my job. Like the other managers be like, "We know who the fuck put this shit on." When When some <laughs> sir or something come on, but it's like it's a vibe. But it's a vibe. It's it's, it's not beating every day. It's not. It's not. It's not giving that. And I Look, personally, I, I feel like I can't. Or not. <laughs> I can't. It, but I have been. You know, I, I really love. Uh, then leave. That is my shit, and I listen to it at least once a day. By what beating. is it? Uh, then leave. You know, then leave. Get that bread. Get that bread. Oh, yep. Get that head. Then leave. Yeah, that's my shit. But that's my shit. It's, it's not. It's not that. It's not that every day, all the time. Yeah. You know, and also aside from that, I just feel like when it comes to like trap music in particular, like maybe I should just speak for myself. But don't nobody want to hear hear an hour straight of that shit. Like, you have to break that shit up with something else. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just, like, after, after, like, honestly, after, like, ten, after, like, four or five songs, all that shit starts to run together and sound yeah. the same. Like, I, I cannot do it. I literally, I cannot. Like, I just... Like, all the time? No. All the, no, I can't. eventually, I'm gonna tune it out. It's like it's yeah, like it's like you're not even there at a certain point. You just right. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm I'm not a fan. So yeah, um, hand me the ox. I'm about to look. I got. (laughs) I put on Tedra Moses. I'm gonna have you, K. Trinata. Okay. Period. Yes, because Bubba is a banger. You look anybody moving. So I I just be playing shit. That's a great ass album. It. But I have been listening to a lot of Masego lately. A lot. New and old. I haven't, I haven't, man, I haven't listened to him. Oh, you so know cute. what I love? It's a song. It's a, well, it's a cover. Um, PJ Morton and, uh, you know, Yeba, Yeba, Yeba. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> they, you know, this is not this is not recent or anything, but they they did a, a live cover of uh, "How Deep Is Your Love" by the Bee Gees. Oh, I know that's. Oh, I know that shit was good. <laughs> Anybody who knows me knows that that's like one of my favorite. Well, the Bee Gees is one of my favorite artists. <laughs> That song is one of my favorite songs of all the time. The Bee Gees go hard. The beat, look, it's the so Bee funny because when I was hard. younger, <laughs> and my mom used to be like, because my mom put me onto the Bee Gees, obviously. Like my mom was a really big Bee Gees fan, like in um in her youth. Yeah. So she's still a really big Bee Gees fan, and so, I mean, she had the CDs. And I just remember being like, what the fuck is the Bee Gees? And why are we listening to it? But now, oh, yes. Yeah, like, I get it now. I get it. Like. Yeah. I've been listening to, like, a ton of old shit. Yo, like, every, I mean, I'm always. Luther. I've been listening to a lot of Luther. A lot of who? Luther? Luther Vandross. I love Luther yes. Vandross. Like, I. Yum. Like, to the point where, for some reason, you know, when I was... I, I remember the day that he passed when I was a kid. And I, I remember just, like, for some reason being so effect, impacted by that. Like... Damn! I was in the car. I remember it, they said it on the radio. I remember being in the car with my granny and just crying. Like, what? Oh, Dora! Like, I thought that way when Whitney Houston died. Oh, my, oh yeah yo yeah. i told Whitney my mom i was me, like Whitney houston died and she was like you're lying and i was like no girl no that shit was devastating whitney for me was like it wasn't just whitney herself it was it's it's the it's um the connection that yes. me because me and my granny like growing up as a kid so my granny sings she's a singer she sings like that's her thing um and growing up, we used to always sing together. I mean, always. Because I used to spend so much time at, with my granny because I love spending time with her. And we used to sing and and we used to sing Whitney songs. Like, and the Five Heartbeat in The Temptations. I mean, not the Five Heartbeat, the, uh, the Temptations, but like, we used to sing Whitney. So when she, so it just, yeah, that... I don't know. That's cute as fuck. So when Whitney died, it was like, it was, it was that. It was. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Luther. A That's lot sweet. of Luther. I love, and, 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 um, I've, everything that I've been listening, I've been listening to live versions of like everything of like my favorite songs, the classics. Um, I don't I know like- if you've ever seen, uh, Back what I don't know what year it was. I don't know what year it was. Was it nineteen ninety? It was in the night. I don't know what year it was. It was in the nineties. But I don't know if you've ever seen the the at the Roots Jam, uh, Jill Scott and Erica Badu perform together. No, with um the uh with the Roots. No. Oh what? I gotta go look it up because oh I'm God. watching I'm watching that. If y'all know, y'all know. That's a popular I've performance. I've never seen such it's... a beautiful performance with the with all those 
phenomenal people what and you have to like and it's and it's like it's it's you know the rooster jam is like a festival so so the energy i don't know like the uh, if y'all know if y'all have seen it then y'all know what i'm talking about but when they perform uh you got me together and i think it. it was their it was i think it's the first and only time they've ever performed that song together and and, and it, it, if you know the history you know jill scott wrote the song erica badu mm-hmm. sang it with the roots yada 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 like that's how jill scott that's got so her sweet. real start like right right that, that was her first writing gig yeah so oh, like Jill. yes like anyways that performance is fucking iconic this was like 10 years ago yeah and oh, when shit. i like that's when i say i'd be having that I've had that um, yes. in my, I downloaded it and I've had it in my rotation for like the past couple months. I really love that performance. I love um, Luther Vandross's live performance uh, of A House Is Not A Home. I uh, can't remember. It was at an award show and I can't remember the name and of it right now. The studio version of that song is amazing. The live so version. I can only imagine. Live versions are just, yeah. So I've been listening to like live versions of everything. I just love them, especially you guys. Um, I'm sure y'all are familiar with, I know you know, like the color colors performances. Those are live. You know what I yeah. mean? I love those. I've been watching yeah. a lot of uh, Tiny Desk. I love um, that new, she's not really new, but like newly known art, uh, Jamaican artist, Coffee. You heard, you, you oh know, yeah coffee. coffee been loving her wow like, yeah she's so young and so talented she's so young and adorable so like with her little braces. little braces yeah she's gonna be she's gonna do things yeah she's a uh reggae artist y'all and uh she's jamaica jamaica born and raised i think she's only like 19 oh, i thought she was younger than that i thought she was like 17 Ah, no, Maybe. she's like 18 or 19. She's like oh, 18 or 19. And her, look, too, I love her live cover. She was on uh, BBC Extra of, uh, uh, God, I'm so mad that I'm drawing the blank. It's, it's, uh, it's an Afrobeat song. What is the name of it? It's one of my favorite songs. Um, how's it go? Burna Boy. Um, oh, oh! I know, I know what song is. I know what song you're talking about. The really, the really popular one. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's called Yeah. But anyway, she covered that. It's amazing. And then uh, so she has this other live performance with Chronics, and this one is like five or six years. Like it's some years old. Like, but it's with Chronics. Damn. And it's at like um Bob Marley's family studio, like in Jamaica. It's really yeah, love it. So she's been working. and I love I love like I love Chronics. Chron- what is the plural ver- version of that? Chronics's. Anyway, I love his part in it as well. Like he really let her have the shine in the stage when it came to that collab it's really good y'all you definitely so yeah uh 
I've just been into like live shit, and I really love that uh, performance with Chronics, uh, Chronics and Coffee that they did. Yeah, that's been in my rotation heavy. I've been loving Coffee's music in general. I only know the and, one song from her, but I really enjoy that one song. At my um, at that one is called a uh, toast. At my job, um, on Wednesday nights, it's Nigerian night. Like we call it International Night. It's Nigerian night. It's African night. <laughs> I want to have Nigerian night. But... It's lit. I think that's the litest day. The to me, that's the best day. So the best night of the week to go, in my opinion. For y'all um, that don't know, Houston is very plentiful of Nigerian full, folks. Where, full. What Houston is like the second largest population, more than Nigeria. Outside of Nigeria. Sorry. <laughs> Second to Nigeria. First outside of Nigeria. Sorry, I'm high. <laughs> the words. Like, obviously not. <laughs> yeah, but first. Like, the first largest. <laughs> Aside from the country. Yeah, we have the largest Nigerian population outside of Nigeria in here in, in Houston. Yeah. Alone. So it's like, lit. It's lit out there. Cause. It's lit. So Wednesday nights, we have a DJ. Um, we have a Nigerian DJ. It's amazing. It's, and it's, it's funny, you know, like those are the nights I don't ever work Wednesday nights, so I can actually go and enjoy it if I want to go and, and enjoy it. But like, it's the best nights. And so we have like, so we play, I guess it is sometimes. I mean, we play mostly Afrobeat, but there's some uh, reggae and uh, dance hall thrown in there. You know what I mean? So they be playing coffee and chronics and, you know, and, um, what else is there has been <sighs> yeah I've been listening to a lot of PJ Morton yeah as well I, I really love PJ Morton a lot yeah same I've been I like, like so like the pandemic like <sighs> I mean like we had a lot of free time we have a ton of free time so I like really started getting into I mean, I really like the 70s era anyways. Like, that's just Same. an iconic-ass era for black people, I think. Like, just every, all around. Fashion. General, music, yeah. Yeah. Like, everything. Like, everything. Yeah, that's definitely my favorite era, too. So yeah. If sure. I could ever go back in time, it would be that time. Although, yeah. if you gave me the opportunity, I would never go back in time. Because, nigga, what? But, like, right. if I had to, then it would if be If I had to, it would be, yeah. I, fe- I always tell my mom she's so lucky that she was a teenager in the 70s. Like, it's it's one thing to be a kid. But, like, to be a teenager in, of the 70s, to me, that's so fucking cool. Like. Yeah. Yeah, Charles, cool I was shit. like, oh, with your little crop tops, your bell bottoms, with your bell bottom. My mom was like super preppy though, like super preppy. That's so very cute. like. And when I say preppy, please don't confuse that with white. <laughs> oh like, no, not the same. Let's no, not. Not we the don't do same. But just like as far as her style, you know, she loved penny loafers. That's so sweet. Um, my mom did too. She wore, 
Yeah, she, uh, you know, at her school, they just, they wore uniform anyway. Um, if you live in Houston, my mom went to Lamar. So, like, same uniform. So, you know, penny yeah. loafers, pleated skirts, polos, like that, you know. That's cute Khaki shorts. Yeah, my mom was, no, like, tennis plaid shorts. Plaid was a, plaid, plaid. was a good, Yeah. Plaid was a good, like... But she had a natural, though, and she was so cute. She had a natural. She had a natural. My mom was cute as fuck, like... Yes, mama? She was. She had her cute little... Yeah, so, um, that's one thing I've been doing, too. Going through, like, my family members' old pictures. I went through my aunt. My aunt is 10 years younger than my mom, so... Yeah. She... Her era is the 90s, really. Like, she was a teenager in the 90s. And my mom, my aunt, again, if you're from Houston, went to uh, Yates. So, like, seeing her pictures from, like, um, the Kappa Beach party. um, What else was there? Home, like, Yates homecoming. Amazing. (laughs) Or when they did their annual, I think they had like a camping trip or something like that. Yeah. No, it was, yeah, something that they had, like a senior trip. Yeah. Those pictures, those things, so cool. Actually, um, speaking of, I want to go ahead and shout out um, Bria. Excuse me. Oh, hey, Bria. Shout out to Bria. Yeah, Bria, um, she is doing a, um, she's a local, like, multimedia art, uh, multimedia artist based here in Houston. Her name is Bria Lauren, or B. Lauren, on, uh, social media, spelled just the way it sounds. Um, she's doing a photo project right now, uh, that consists of, uh, images from, like, uh, images of, like, black folks and, like, black culture from... I think she's doing. No, I don't think it's a. Spe- I was gonna say it, I don't think it's a specific era. It's just throwback photos, and it's based on it's. Um, I think it's called something like yeah, your auntie's, uh, your auntie's photo album or something like that. So it's just like throwback pictures, and it's. I've Cute. been loving. Yeah, I've been loving seeing uh, some of the stuff that she's been doing just like on Instagram and stuff like that. So if y'all want to check that out or even like submit images for her project. Definitely. Um, Because I think she is still taking submissions. So definitely look look that up. I love seeing those. Like, especially because like, like I said, the fashions. It's the fashion. (sighs) me the fashion and i think that's why i'm about to like i don't want to be a hoarder but like it really does make me want to keep certain pieces from my wardrobe because i really want to be able to gift them to whatever niece daughter son i don't know what i'll have don't know but whatever i have in 30 years I, i just because i wish that i had that for my mom basically but she's that throw it away uh yeah once it hasn't been used type of like she does not keep things so i wish it like i don't know i have a lot of friends that wear their parents clothes like their mom's clothes and i wish i could do that like 
I know my mom and me don't even wear this. We don't wear the same size anything. Her feet are like way smaller than mine. So, but she, all her oh. all her cute 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 shit that she knows that's cute so weird. Her Usually shoes you wear the she, same size shoe. Huh? She said that's so weird. Usually you wear the same size shoe. I don't no, know anybody who has like a like, different size shoe from their mom. Yeah, that's she's so like strange. shorter than me. She's just like a very petite lady. So. I like grew my, real fast and then stopped. I don't know what happened. I got my dad's my, Me and my mom are not, we don't wear the same size in clothing, but we definitely wear the same size shoes and I've stolen plenty. I wish I could sell my mom's shoes. I definitely would if I could fit her shoes. Yes. Yeah. My mom is doesn't even have the um, Nigerian uh, Ezeki jean yeah. as far as the feet because it, like you know you know um the feet on my dad's side of the family iconic iconic when my nephew was in the womb we literally had a footprint like a full like sole of his foot it was huge So, you do be saying, like, you say, like, I got them feet. <laughs> look, and they're, like, big and they're, like, flat. Like, that's the thing. Like, they're flat. <laughs> flat. Wide. I have very just... flat feet, too. Yeah. Yeah. They're wide and just. Flats. Yeah. I cannot fit flats. See, this is why I need to be back in the. I need to get more 70s fashion because, like, they, them niggas were not wearing flats. Well, well maybe. I mean, the not overs. like the kind that I was wearing when I was in seventh grade. Not those kind. Like, not those kind of flats. I couldn't they wear those kind like, of flats because my feet were too flat. And like the, um, that might, that was, that, that was more 90s. That wasn't really. No, I didn't have a fashion sense until like last year. So. <laughs> like dead ass. But I've been I, like, I have, that's one thing I have to say. Okay. I've been that girl when it came to the fashions. When I was in high school, unfortunately, that white bitch stole the best dressed um, title for me that was supposed to be mine because she was on yearbook committee. But that's a story for another day. Adele did the same thing to Beyonce. It was supposed. It would have been uh, like genuinely. <laughs> We're not was gonna get into to it. That was some years ago, and I've moved on. What? What? <laughs> Fuck you, white girl. No, I'm just kidding. So, what else have you been listening to, though? Um, I've been listening to a bunch of like old nigga shit from like the 1970s. Um, I recently watched. See, I have been banging. Um, the Foxy Brown soundtrack by Willie Hutch, like, for four months now. But mm. I recently, like, rewatched the movie Foxy Brown with Pam Greer. Bro. <sighs> so good. So good. I mean, some things you have to, like, kind of look past because the times and it's like, ah, this is, ah, I don't like this. But, like, Honestly, also- movies like that, I'm j- mostly there for the women and the looks. Mm-hmm. Then that's 
you know that's like um there's a lot of, i don't know there's a lot of movies like that though there's Most a lot of, of my movies favorite like movies are older movies one of which is crooklyn and like that's just like my person is always just like i don't understand like they sincerely don't understand like how that can be one of my favorite movies and how i can like watch and rewatch it over and over because they really feel like it's like the saddest shit ever and i mean outside of the fact that i don't actually view it as a like a sad movie i mean like the look like i don't know the aesthetic yeah pretty movie like it's almost like that's the only reason we all watch um, the new She's Gotta Have It on Netflix. Yeah. Because it was trash. Because Spike Lee, we knew, if anything, if we did not fuck with the writing, we knew the visuals were going to be beautiful knew. because Spike Lee. The so, visuals. Like, an- another thing, too. I've been watching a lot of Spike Lee movies. Like, and I, and every time, I'm Spike like, Lee joint. Spike Lee joints? Yo, I can't even, I can't even lie. Like, some he of them. See, look, this this is this is the thing. Spike Lee has changed. Spike Lee hasn't had a Spike Lee joint in a minute. He's come out with movies, but it ain't been a Spike Lee joint in a very long time. That's very true. That's very, very true. Very long time. I thought I don't know. Some of his movies, like, again, you have to like kind of like look through it to like really appreciate it. But I mean, I appreciate his perspective and what he brings to to the culture. Cause like those a lot of his movies are iconic. I recently watched like his newer stuff, like The Five Bloods and like The Sweet Blood of Jesus. Very strange. Not, I don't know. I, and a I lot just... of times with Spike Lee, I can't just I can't tell if it's satire or if it's just corny writing. Most of the time, it's just corny writing. But like, <laughs> but the thing is, though, if you can't tell, which I agree, I agree, and I think that that has been like a huge critique. Of like his work, um, yeah. Tyler Perry's a bad like, writer over too, like but... recent years. I feel like if you can't tell, like that is there's, or at least if that many people can't tell, that there's a miscommunication happening. Like, and I think that, I mean, as a writer, that's that's the whole thing is communicating the story. So if that's getting lost, then where are we? Exactly. But yeah, like Spike Lee, like, like she's got to have it. We watch that shit for the looks. I mean, yeah. And honestly, like, like there were so many looks. I mean, he's a storyteller and like at a certain extent, like how, how are we supposed to knock? Like, you telling a story about like your experiences. I don't know. But also he I don't know, some of his writing be like, okay, womp, but <laughs> I still I still think it's the visuals are nice. I like how he They're shoots. Extremely I like nice. yeah, like and she's gotta have it. I liked how he like talked about the art and he showed the art and it's just even the, the album way, the cinematography. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Delphonics, fucking the whatnots, um, who are the, um, East of Underground? Because, okay, 21 Savage has that, how many, how many cars you got a lot, how many times you got shot a lot, how many times a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So that sample was like so beautiful to me. And I'm like, who does the song? And then I looked it up and I'm like, oh, great. Now I love like all of East of Underground's music. 
So a lot of them also live. I think I used to say like in past, in past episodes or sessions, I used to say live E, but it's live. It's L I V dot E. And she came out with an, she's like one of my favorite fucking out. She's like one of my favorite artists. She's like the modern day Eric Badu. I shit you not. She's so talented. And when her album dropped, she went live on Badu's world market too. I didn't, I fell asleep on it, but like the album is so good. Um, she came out with an album. What's it called? I couldn't wait to tell you. It's so good. It's so good. If you, I don't think I've listened, uh, to her. It's so good. Like she's just very, very talented. You know what you need to listen to? What? Uh, well, I'm sure you, you've listened to, uh, the Bootsy Collins band, right? Bootsy Collins who? band yes the lot they're live um i'd rather be with you and it but it's like it's like 11 minutes long oh hell yeah i haven't listened to it but you said it's 11 minutes uh bootsy's rubber band yeah anyway um every time i say bootsy i just want to say collins Um, (laughs) anyway there i'd rather be with you Live, OMG. Honestly, just like in the seventies, that it's a that great time for music. Sensual energy on the stage. Yes. Um. Yo, in them fucking suits and them afros looking beautiful and chocolate. Like, and they would be like in the fucking uh, bell bottoms, no shirt. No shirt, crop top, belly button out. Like, woof. What? Give me an outfit like that. (laughs) But also, y'all look good. Yeah. I went through like a. like when I was in high school, and I'm and and I guess it's not really a phase because I still have the pieces and I will still wear them. And I'm when my when my y'all I'm starting my roller skating journey whenever they decide to come in, and oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to be um, wearing a lot of like my old vintage pieces that I got when I was like in high school. But I I, I had like a. David Bowie glam rock 70s glam rock kind of retro phase where I was where I have like I literally have like that's very complex yeah think um think if y'all have ever seen the runaways with um What's the white girl? Dakota Fanning. Oh my god, I love her. If y'all have ever seen that, think think that. Dakota Fanning is one of white face. Like that's, looks that's, like I'm talking leather, uh, not leather, velvet vest, high waist jeans, like velvet Sexy. sock boots. Um button down shirts with like ruffles in the middle think that yeah with like a mullet that's hot I love it you know like both cause I 
had a Bowie face. Like, I, yeah. Like, had Adora's no ahead of their time, honestly. I just, I was on some other shit. I had, like, notebook covers with, like, Bowie. Loved him. The Labyrinth. Think the Labyrinth. Like, Bowie in the Labyrinth. You've seen the Labyrinth, right? Yeah. Oh, so I'm think- thinking the Prince of Labrias. That's a different movie, huh? That's entirely different. <laughs> <laughs> Very different. <laughs> but think the lab, like think Bowie in the Labyrinth. Um, I don't know. Think I don't if you've ever seen. <sighs> trying to give y'all visuals if you've ever seen uh, it's a german movie it's foreign if look this is like this is the most hip- hipster rant that i've ever gone this on is, if you... is... <laughs> i haven't heard that word in so long hipster that's what it is this is that, you, that's yeah. think Yo. think um this is german movie it's foreign yes yeah, it's, it's german uh christian f oh no no nope. don't know what you're talking about Okay, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> um, I, I was it's thinking on YouTube. I was thinking of so what is something in Jaguar? It was like a it was a German lesbian movie. Mm. Is that what you're talking about? Sounds good. No. Oh no, that's not it. No, it was super sad. No, think no. I mean, Christiane F is sad as fuck. Um, honestly. <laughs> Honestly, it actually is very like that. Actually, is sad as fuck. Gay movies are sad. Like why? It what? It's not even a. It's just sad. Like oh, <laughs> very it's sad. But um, I don't know. I'm just trying to give y'all vis- like aesthetic, aesthetic wise. Yeah, I see the vision. I see the vision. Kind of, and then like you know the makeup. Yeah, that's what yeah. it was. That's what I, that's that's what I was giving. And I kept a lot of those pieces, and I'm so excited. <laughs> To um like my button downs. Ah yes. Okay. That's yes. pretty giving me Prince vibes. Yes. Giving Think me Prince like, purple, purple rain, rain. The purple rain era. That was yes. Fun. Yes. Um, yeah. Makeup included. If you get yes. like a ruffle, like a ruffle, like sh- a little white ruffle. Yes. You tie it. Maybe you can draw a mustache. That's optional. Like Prince. No, I lost you. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Because <laughs> you know what it is. Oh, I'm about to lose people. But you know what? You lost people when you said you didn't fuck with Sade. Um, <laughs> I'm not that a huge Prince like fan. I'm just not. Oh, yeah. Like musically. I might have said that before. But like musically, I don't. I don't know if you've said it, but I hear you and I respect. It's not even, it's not, again, I respect it. It's not that it's bad trash music. It's just not it's for just, you. Yeah, yeah, like Sade is not for me. That don't mean I don't fuck with her. If they play Smooth Operator anyway, I'm going to sing along. Smooth I think she's beautiful. Operator. I just can't believe that though. Like, I'm just like, like I'm not about to put her on my Spotify. But there's so many good Sade songs though. I'm okay. <laughs> if somebody else sings them, maybe. I'm just not I a fan actually of her can't voice. name any Prince songs that I like, but like good Sade <laughs> songs. Like, damn. 
And now all this popular shit, all this popular shit is like really dancey. And I'm a fan of like experimental jazz prints. I'm a fan of funk prints. I'm a fan of like, like his Purple Rain era was cool, but like that was for white people, okay? Like, mm. like that was know, like think- Prince had been great. Like this, his first like mo- movie with like Warner Brothers, like that's white money, and like he appealed to white people in that way. So yeah, a lot of his sense. like a lot of because he has hella music, so like a lot of his like jazz yeah, shit like wasn't getting clout like that. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I don't, mm, I, but I, I am. I'm super into like disco, psycho, psychedelic. Yeah, um, I love psychedelic rock. Oh, this is why I miss. This is honestly w- one of the times that I like miss MySpace. Like, I discovered so much music on there. Yeah, in like, SoundCloud, like, but like MySpace was different. Yeah, it was just different. I think just because, like, because it was also like a social, because it was also a social media site. Yeah, being getting connected with like other music was just different, and uh, I don't know, it was just different. I think you found a lot more, a lot easier. I don't know how to explain it. Um, all you had to do was look on somebody's like, like if you had like a band you really liked look on their top like look yeah. on like their top friends and like you know probably those bands you'll probably fuck with you know or like yeah. especially when you found like some really obscure like <sighs> yeah I used to listen yeah like just really obscure you know so looking for random artists on, looking for music on MySpace was kind of like searching the dark web like you yeah. Like, could you end up on MySpaces, I don't know, so far from, like, <laughs> I don't know, just to find, like, some different music. It's like a what? It was, like, it was, it was great. I mean, again, during the hipster era, it was great. It was, yeah. it was, yeah, it was amazing. And unfortunately, I used to, like, I would, I mean, you know, I would log into my MySpace profile and, like, listen to music, but they deleted, like, everybody's profile. So, like, now I don't have an account on there. So I lost all the music, which really... I deleted my MySpace after um, I heard that Justin Timberlake was going to buy it. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but I don't like it. (laughs) And so, (laughs) so I deleted mine. So much music. Yeah, I kind of wish I kept those pictures, though. Me trying to be a hot girl on the internet in the early days, back when my mom was monitoring, like, everything. I remember Um. um, (laughs) asking my mom... You do you remember like on MySpace the bulletins? Yes. Make like a bulletin. Yes, yes. So people would make their bulletins and a lot of times people would do like the uh the chain bulletins where you like have to like repost it, you like answer the questions and you repost it in the, in another bulletin. Um anyway, so I was reading one and one of the questions is was uh ha- it was like have you ever dot 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 and it asked you like all the questions and one of them was um given head and then it was like received head and I remember like I was <laughs> I was like what the what I was genuinely like what is that like what is what do you mean head like given head like I just like, did not know against somebody like <laughs> I had to be like fifth grade. Giving yeah. somebody a head rub? Like, like 12. Why the fuck did I go ask my mom? I was like, mom, what's giving head? <laughs> Aww. Jeez. 
I really did. And she was like, what? She was like, I don't know what you mean. Because, like, you know, like, when you just say it like that with no context, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. Plus, I was 12. So, she's like, she can't be talking about, I guess, you know. Right. She's like, what are you talking about? I was like, and she was like, what do you mean? I was like, okay, well, okay, it said, and I read it. I said, it says, have you ever given head? And she was like. And she didn't tell me what it was, but she was just like, yeah, you don't need to, she told me I couldn't get on MySpace anymore. And I still didn't know what it meant, but so I had to sneak on after that. Damn, mama. Cause she was like, what the fuck is going on on there? <laughs> I would be the same way if I was a mama, low key. And like, then, were you, you know, eventually, like, no, I was no like, more. let me just get on it and I'll just unfriend the person who posted that bulletin and I did, so... <laughs> And she let me get back on it, but I just <laughs> oh MySpace, yeah, MySpace was a great place for me. What a time! I, I I would get back on it. Well, I feel like I don't know if I would have the time to like really invest in it like I did before. Mm-mm. I don't even care anymore. Like it's... like curating your profile and like I don't think and no, you know top friends. I'll have a blog and like. We'll follow three people and like nobody follows me back. And that's how I like it. I'm like, don't bother that's me. That's how my that's pretty much my Twitter. Like Yeah, Sam. I follow like twelve people on Twitter. I just like to twatch. I just like to that sounds like some. But you're gonna say twat, but you didn't. Yeah. See? Twat. I like to twat. I'm like same. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Sorry. This is like, you know. <sighs> yeah, but the, gay, the gayest podcast on the internet. Period. Yeah. <sighs> a lot of a lot of music from the 1970s, a lot of films from the 1970s, a lot of Spike <sighs> Lee joints, a lot films. of I don't know, a lot of yeah, a lot of inspiration from that era. Yes. Good stuff. Ah. Oh, also, one more person. Kia. Yo. Kia. I have been... K-E-I. K-E-I-Y-A. And then another A. But it's capitalized. Kia, my nigga. This is like, she... I know she had a song on SoundCloud. And it was one song. And it was called Do Yourself a Favor. And it's like... The song, the lyrics are like, if you see me walking down the street, don't say nothing to me. And I'm like, oh, she speaks to my soul. I love this woman. So she had that one song out and then she came out with a whole project. And oh. it's like one of my favorite albums right now. I, I've i taken a break from listening to it because I I played it so much. Almost like the When I Get Home album by Solange. I played, I played the fuck out of that album. You I mean, did. Like, yeah, we were recording. I'm like, yep. So, listening to the same yep. album, um, won't be won't be hearing anything else. My ears are broken. But yeah, Kia, um, she has one full album out on Spotify, or I don't know what you guys, whatever you use. It's the one body of work she has, and that one body of work is art. I love her so much. Also, she's a Leo, which makes me feel even more connected to her. And her music is bomb, and I love soulful black women who are experimental and just making shit on their bedroom floor. We love it. Yeah, we love to see it. 
Man, yeah, that was a lot of music. That was a lot Lots of, music, of right? and, and film, I guess. We got into film as well. But I've been, I don't know. I love movies and I've been really watching a lot of movies. You know, I don't have cable, so yeah. um, I've been watching a lot of movies. And I really, one of which um, that I'm probably going to watch tonight, uh, Queen of the Damned. Mm. Yeah, yes. um, I love that movie. I love like really shitty old movies. Like I just love it. <laughs> that's why I love Dracula. And like, <laughs> well, that's really, Dracula? that's why I love like old horror because it's like it's I don't so know, bad. like I love like just it's why I love the Human Centipede. Like I just love like just shitty old movies, and I and it's funny because I'm sure, of course, in like twenty thirty years, like there's movies of this time, like t- Tyler Perry movies that are going to be considered Ooh, that baby that way for other for like other folks. <laughs> But I just because when 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 these movies were put out in, in the time they weren't considered that they were some of them were just considered bad movies some of them were just like dubs I mean they're just I don't know they're just some things that we didn't really fuck with until late like I feel like um I don't know the whole movie title um the uh menace to society um all those movies mashed up like i i feel like mm-hmm. yes yeah like that's a, I, like that's a shitty movie that everybody likes like it's not a good movie it's not baby boy was a shitty movie i love that movie see i love that movie i, love I hate you too little nigga you not my son you know what i love when people say they love baby boy because my my person and I think I've told you this story before, but my person loves that movie. <laughs> and it's just like, I love when people say that because like certain people, because it's such a shitty movie and like, it's some really bad. shitty things in that movie. <laughs> but I'm like, also like, it's so many of y'all. It's, I keep, I keep saying y'all like, who are you talking to Monet? But like, it's so many niggas out there that are really like that. Like... <laughs> I just, I don't know what it is. Like, it's what? just like, I think it's because, I don't know. I think it's a lot of things, but one of which being the like, I don't know. I think that like, especially like, quote unquote, woke niggas, like they be so fake. And they like, they be doing the same shit Jody be doing. And I just like, so I just, and they would really be trying to. Can you imagine if like fucking Alicia Keys was like, I love baby boy. People would try to drag her. And it just, it's just funny to me. I don't know. Like that, that's just hilarious. Like that is a really shitty movie though. Baby boy is a terrible movie. I eat that shit movie. up. B, you know, BET shows it like 50 times. I don't have cable, but like back in the day, it sh- B- baby boy was on BET like, like all the time. Huh? Beetlejuice. <sighs> terrible. Beetlejuice awful <laughs> you know that one movie um what's the guy who pl- uh he he's you know rest in peace he's passed a few years ago his name uh he played uh jet jackson oh dude um oh shit 
Um, no, was that him? Oh no, that's not the wrong guy. I'm sorry. You're thinking of um, no, you're thinking of no. I'm, th- I'm thinking of the wrong guy. Right? It's not him. It's not him. I'm thinking of the wrong guy. Because oh. uh, this the guy I'm actually think thinking about is still alive. Um, but I don't remember the name of the movie. It was a Disney movie, and he pl- and it was like I don't. It was called the Boogeyman. Have you ever seen that? The Boogeyman. Candyman? Yeah, it was a, but it, no, it was a Disney movie. Oh, it was a Disney movie. Oh, I don't know. It was a Disney movie. Oh, let me see who played it. Because uh, it, uh, the actor was Ty Hodges. You know him. Oh? You about to make me go look this up. Ty Hodges. Okay, Ty, he played... Um, he he played in a lot. He he was in Even Stevens. Uh, sometimes. Oh. Uh. Where else Wait. did he play? Uh. Girl, he was in so many '90s, like in early, well, early 2000s movies. Uh, Taj Howard. Not Ty oh. Hodges. Oh, Taj Taj Hodges. Ty Hodges. But most notably, like, even Stevens. Like, he played... Uh, he's black. He played uh, the guy that, like... I think he was, like, the other really, really smart guy in the class. And Ren was always, like, competing with him. The black guy. Oh, I remember Ren. She was so annoying. Oh, this nigga! Ty Hod? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so he, he played cute. that movie, uh, Don't Look Under the Bed. Oh, that movie is so shitty, but and I, but I love it. <laughs> Yo, he's five seven. Hmm. Wow, I didn't know that. Yes, he was. I'm five seven. Yeah, he was so cute to me. Really? He was so cute, but I'm like, you're kind of a bitch. I mean, he's not not cute, but that's not what I was thinking when I was he's watching not, him. No, he was handsome to me, like ge- like generic actor handsome. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I got I got yeah. a strong jaw and a, a very handsome face, but like you know, you know who I thought was I really like cute. Everybody. Uh, I don't remember. I don't know his name, but uh, the black guy from iCarly, not iCarly. I'm fucking <laughs> um. Uh, there's no black guy in iCarly. Um, Victorious, the one with the locks. Yes, I. Yeah. I think he is so... Well, I thought he was really cute. I thought he was so cute. Like, that is a really... Hand, like, during MySpace days, I thought he was just so cute. He was so cute. And I he like, was in August Rush. And and really, he was robbed because they should have never gave that part to that white boy. But we gonna move on. Hollywood. Because mm. okay. those roles should have been reversed. Period. Anywho, because <laughs> that really just, you know, shifted my whole mood just like, thinking about that. Chopped your hide. <laughs> my young boy just <laughs> robbed. Man. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to go ahead and move on to star stuff where we get into what is happening astrologically, how it's impacting us individually and as a collective and, you know. I really just want to shoot the shits with y'all and get into yeah what's been going going on. So go ahead and give it to us, Monet. Yo, so when you hear this, it'll be like, what? 
I don't know, like the 27th. So just want to like go through what happened over the course of a couple of days and kind of like what's going on this week. So August 22nd, sun entered Virgo. It's not Leo season anymore. Congratulations, Virgo. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. That's fun. (laughs) I'm like, okay, so Virgo season, we're walking into practicality. We're walking into um, building our future. We're thinking of leaning more into logic, like Virgo, very analytical, very like, I need to plan before I pee. I need to plan before I go get this coffee. I need to time. I need it to be right. I need it to be perfect. Sometimes I can make y'all uptight, but you know, it's fine. It's fine. That's what makes you so, that's what, that's what makes you so like on top of your shit. Like being on top of your shit like that is work, but it comes easy to Virgos or people with like Virgo in their chart. So, um, if you're uptight, fine. Like that kind of shit is stressful because I be needing a nap. Like (sighs) we don't even have to. Look, I've never made so much use of nap time in the past. Over the past, well, since I've started working, I got hired um, for my second job, literally, start, well, right before the pandemic, uh, right before the pandemic and started my first day of training the day the shutdown happened. Um, so literally this entire pandemic has been full of naps for me. Um, it's also crazy that like, we're going to be forever now referring to like time as before and after the pandemic that's right but um but you know exactly what you mean yeah um i've been look i love a nap and i think the key is to not sleep for too long like Mm -hmm. if i if it's over like an hour and a hour and a half max like it's not as effective it's not an hour and some change because I need to get I need I need some time to like lay there true true and to get into that state before I before I actually like sleep yeah true but either way you know I know I know like random fact you know on average on average it takes seven minutes to fall asleep really yep Hmm. and I think like once you start getting into like the two hour range and over for the nap, it literally like loses all of its purpose. Like it doesn't even, it's not useful at that point. Yeah. Cause sometimes like you wake up from like a four hour nap feeling like more depleted than you did when you like fell yeah. asleep. And that's not always fun. Now I will say like when I work nights and I get off really early in the morning or really late however you want to think about it but I'm getting home at like 3 or 4 a.m. if I have to be up in a few hours to do some things or maybe go to my day job once I'm done doing that I will take me a three four hour nap but yeah yeah that's because I'm running off of like two two hours of sleep yeah but so I'll just like sleep the entire but anyway 
yeah, yeah naps <laughs> anyway no, naps it, yeah taking naps is important and like <laughs> i don't know i also feel like as we're walking into virgo season now practicality is great productivity is excellent but let's not think about virgo season being um a time for for doing a lot of shit that's like more i'm that's like that's that's not mars but we'll talk about it but Virgo, like, you can move slow. You can take your time. It's not about getting it done quickly. It's not about quantity. It's about precision. And so when oh. you are... <coughs> excuse me. You are Steve's friend. Yes. Because you know what? <clears throat> and speaking of, we're going to put a pin in that thought. <clears throat> so I didn't even check on y'all's water. Look! <laughs> And it's been way too long since Water Bay has came through and asked y'all, how much water have y'all had? Did you drink water? Are you minding your business? What's going on? Are y'all drinking water? It's summertime. I should hope so. I should hope so. It's hot. Y'all stay hydrated. (laughs) Um... This message I have forgot to do that before we got into it. I always have to give y'all y'all's um, reminder to just stay hydrated and drink all your water. I have my gallon next to me. Yes, I had a cup of water next to me. I put some lemon in it, like a little tang. Oh, yum! Yum, right? That sounds good. But yeah, but um, I will say like <clears throat> what what that made me think of when you said like it's really not about like. Uh, how fast you're moving but really about like precision and about the quality because I think I don't know for me um, specifically I've been realizing that in like different just in different areas of my life that I um, mm, how do I want to say it I, I think it's about like being willing to give yourself everything. Yeah. And I I think that um, so many things uh, have kind of like taken place over the past like few months. Um, you know, just like since, since we've been gone that have really shown me my desires and really shown me how much I am willing to um work for uh not even, huh, I don't like that uh not work for the things that I want how much <clears throat> energy I'm willing to to put into giving myself what I want into creating what I want and Part of, you know, part of what like has come with that knowing is, is that, um, there, there isn't a time frame to be attached to those things. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with like waiting and sitting, um, instead of just like snatching up the first, the first cup that's offered, um, Cause that's what it makes me, it makes me, it makes me think of like the eight of cups instead of just like, instead of snatching up all of the cups or even just the first one that's offered really being intentional about making sure that it is in alignment with like what, what I actually want, like what, 
what I actually know that I deserve um, and what I want to and what I want to see grow more in the world. And I like, um, I don't know, like I've just, it's in everything, like not even, not just in one aspect, but like with my job, one of the reasons why, like I really, um, even was like, I got to get a second job. Like I got to, you know, it's just because it really, it really came down to like, what are you willing, what are you willing to, uh, to put in, in order to get out, in order to get the output that, that you want. And then when it comes to relationships, just like maintaining relationships, and when I say relationships, that includes everything, like all, t- all every, you know, familial, romantic, um, platonic, um, even though to me, I, I think that those lines aren't as uh, rigid. Mm-hmm. Um, just like knowing the type of, the type of love that I want to experience. Um, yeah being willing to give that to myself and being willing to like be okay with like not having necessarily like um I have a lot of loved ones but I I I don't I've and I never have I've never had like a whole bunch of friends or a lot of like immediate close people like close people around me I don't know how to really put that I've I've just have never had that Uh, I've always had like I I have like community and then like a few people a few like really close people you know yeah that that are that are like really close to me and um just like being okay with that Mm-hmm. I don't know, cause I I think that um, maybe I I was like not feeling as secure in that, and I think at a certain point was even feeling kind of alone. Um, and I I think that that was I think that that's a, a lot of things. Like I mean, cabin fever is real. We've all been like locked the fuck up, so. Yeah. I mean, a lot of things contributed to yeah. that. But yeah, just like being okay with that and like really focusing on like on cultivating the relationships that I do have around me to be the highest serving and best that they can be and, yeah. as, f- and as full and um, allowing those to be a reflection of the love that I give myself. Um. I don't know. I, just, I yeah. I just I feel like that precision and and that like being like really manifesting that quality that that you want or that I, I can say that I know that I want in my life has been about putting in the work. Yes, but also like mm, detaching, like you said, from a time frame necessarily. Yeah. Um, it's really about like I mean it's not really about anything because there are multiple truths but a big part of it is using it's like tools like using using these tools to help you move on 
using these tools to help you move along in your everyday life. Like a lot of times we get caught in the cycle, even in the pan, like even in the pandemic, like there are people out there who have not stopped working, like not a day off, like, like Adora, like Adora has not like, you have not stopped working since the shit happened. And so you're still in that, like you can still be in that cycle of like work, sleep or like work, home sleep repeat and like and it's not and like that's not i don't know putting that energy and putting that kind of energy and like monotony isn't always beneficial yeah and you're not present you're just moving you're just not like present you're not in it and and like it's you know that like and i see it's a huge thing. What uh, that side of Twitter is called, like uh, LLC Twitter, <laughs> but like that side, you know, like this I. But there, there's what always been this idea of like, sac- like the, you know, like sacrificing now so you can uh, enjoy the f- fruits of your labor later. You yeah. know what I mean? Or like even just with the way like our society is structured, and yeah. that like you work for like literally like your. 90% of your life and you have like the last 10% to enjoy you know like, what why do who, I what wait? came out of all that work right and I think like no like I want it now be in it now and I and I think even in like to me like when you say um don't don't get confused and let Virgo see don't let the energy confuse you into thinking that this is about work, 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 and not like taking the time to be present and be in your life. Yeah. Like be here now and enjoy shit now. Like have brunch today, <laughs> this Sunday, you know, like go on vacation now. And I think like, like that just doesn't, that's never resonated with me. Like as much as I'm like definitely in my like, real estate investment bag like I'm definitely like I'm I'm on game you know I definitely I think that there's a balance even even with me having like two jobs and like uh seeing the value and like stacking all that I can now so that I can um create some uh, so that I can so that I can create some other shit like that yeah. Even though that is, I think that there's balance. I, I think that, like, there has to be, um, what is the best way to put that? I think, because I think for me, like, these past few months have been about, like, kind of, you know, finding that, moving into that balance, um, really kind of getting into my groove. Um, I think... To me, that balance looks like the best way I can put it. And I've said it before: all work, all play. Like <laughs> I, 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 I'm gonna play as hard as I work. Yeah, I, 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 I just think I think it's possible to like be creating, be creating your world, um, and uh, and co-creating consciousness with. Your, your community right like because yeah. these things have to be intentional these things we're doing like you know the community farms and gardening yeah. and like all of these things like all of that is 
farming in that of itself, and we're going to get into, because I think um, a lot of us all over like the world have, like black folks, young black folks in particular have been taking to farming a lot, especially during this pandemic. But um, what I, I think that farming and like one aspect of it, like of like the idea of like planting something now and and so, so that something else can grow uh, in time. I mean, it, it, it's the same thing, but the beauty in that is like it's still in the experience of actually planting the seed. It's still in the experience of like of the watering, of the cultivating, of yeah. the pruning, like. All and, and the budding and all of those things like be in that like that that's that's it's some uh, I don't know I'm a Sagittarius so for me that's like what I live for is like is the no is the is like that's, the journey of it like yeah. to me that's for Sagittarius or at least for me like that the journey the experience is the reason why I want the thing it's not even the the thing or the end goal that necessarily inspires me to take the journey. It's the journey itself that I love. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's why I love, like I was talking to my friend, like, and we were just talking about like, you know, having crushes and like talking to new people and, and like dating new people and stuff like that. And like, and they were uh, saying that for them, like, it's like anxiety inducing sometimes, you know what I mean? And I just, and for me, I like thrive off of that, off of that, like excitement of like, who is this? Let's explore. Yeah. Like, I love it. I love it. And life and like life is the same for me like that is exciting I say I think I say all the time like "Eh, I'm just excited to see what happens like we'll see what happens Mm -hmm. like I just that's the best part yeah that that's I mean that's that's the icing on top of the cake to me yeah I think it's all of that like the ooey goodness like when you're so focused on yeah what's not in front of you like when you're fo- like when you're li- literally invested like li- living in a whole other time because C- you're either living in the past or in the future instead of like where you are in the moment and allowing where you are in the moment to just be in alignment with what you want to create in the future that's it look i was looking for the language and that was it yeah. Period. <laughs> I think it's great that you have mentioned like cultivating like the beauty that you want to see in your own world because again that's like Venetian energy. But I mean we've been doing it for a minute, taking a step back. I mean Saturn yeah. is also still in retrograde. It's gonna be in a retrograde for a hot minute, y'all. So like, and Saturn is also a slow moving retrograde, reminding us of discipline and just kind of taking a step back and seeing like how things look. How do you want them to look? What are you willing to do to get to where you want to be, or like feeling how you want to feel, or seeing a world that you want to see? Like Venetian energy is about creating beauty. 
like very i mean on a physical on a physical level like virgos can be like very like body conscious like very healthy or very conscious of what goes in their body as most people are but at the same time like very concerned with on a global scale like it can be literally thinking about the kind of beauty thinking about a world full of the beauty you want to see and then making planting the seeds to get there I think that thinking about that a little bit more during um, Virgo season would be nice beneficial at the least Um, whether it's on a physical level or a metaphysical level I think that that's something we as a collective can do to like really make the best out of Virgo season. But anyways, like Virgo season, yeah, happy happy birthday Virgos. Um on the 24th of August, Aries, I'm sorry, not Aries, Mars um squared Saturn, which again is in retrograde. So like Mars being the planet of action, being the planet of sexual aggression, being the planet of aggression squaring up like with saturn again a slow moving planet like a very studious planet like there's there's like a there's a push and pull you may feel like a a sensation of like more inhibition or like a frustration with expressing your wants your desires and it's not always going to feel like a push and pull. Some of, some of us may not even feel it at all. Some of us may be like in our bag or like in a different headspace. But um, if you have a hard time kind of voicing your feelings or just like you said something that hurt my feelings or I want to do this thing and I don't know how to go about it or I want to apply for X, Y, and Z and I don't know how to do it. And there's like a push and pull. That's that Mars squaring Saturn. Um, it's not going to be too long. So, I mean, we're in it right now. So good luck. I'm just kidding. But like, we're in it right now. (laughs) We're going to be in it for a minute. Um, don't again, it's Virgo season. Don't be, don't be mad at yourself. If you have a, a idea and it's hard to execute it because again, like take your time, trial and error. No matter what planets mm-hmm. are doing, what thing, trial and error is important to figure out how to get to how you want to execute whatever it is that you're trying to do. So this this vibrational pool is simply just feelings that we need to deal with. And like just kind of remembering that, just kind of remembering that you don't got to do something new. You don't have to pick up a new project. You don't have to like can start like five hobbies you could stick to one you could keep it bare minimum because it's not about mm-hmm. quantity again it's like it's not. and for some people yeah. like because i have seen a lot of court and i think it's amazing and we've kind of spoke uh excuse me briefly about it when we talked um when we were doing our past the blesses like the community that's arisen out of um our situation right now and mm-hmm. A lot of people taking advantage of not not having not not uh, not having nine to fives or working at home and things like that and creating a lot of shit and I think that that is amazing. Like that's 
And I think that for some of us, for some of the collective, right? Like there, there is that, that side of it where like, this is what they needed to use that t- this time for. This is, th- uh, this is what it's for. And then there's some of us, um, or there's some of you that on the other side, all of this happened to slow you the fuck down. And so that you can sit down and rest and like, and just chill, you know what I mean? And I, and I think that, um, especially if, uh, there's shit that you want to, uh, that you're wanting that just isn't, you keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and and it just isn't, it's not coming out or coming across the way that you want it is maybe um maybe 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 time to to just kind of take a step back and just relax yeah um and it, it may be um get an alignment with that with what is happening and inst- instead of pushing back yeah. towards that sometimes like it, when you need to sit down <laughs> and instead of listening to that, you keep on. It's never going to um yeah. to to be what it's supposed to be because it's not time. Mm-hmm. It's not time. It's not time. So I, so I, so I think I think that yeah, I think that some of us are definitely um and it, and it could shift. This pandemic, I mean, we don't know how long, but for the foreseeable future, for at least the next year, um, this is going to be the situation. So I think. Um, so we're going to see a lot of changes, um, taking place, um, in job, uh, in school, everything socially. And so I think, um, if right now, um, it's, it's time for you to sit down, then do that. And then, I mean, it, it definitely things, things come in waves and things come in, uh, Things come in the word is on the tip of my tongue. Uh, I in you. <laughs> like I know what word I want. Um <laughs> things just are things come in seasons. Things are seasonal. So like it definitely will shift. And so I think it's just a I think it's just about because I know I think for like I got, um, I think for me, when I got sick, because I got sick, what was it, last month, and I was out for three weeks, and um, and I couldn't work, couldn't do anything, and I had to stay in the house, and I really just, whew, at first I was really upset about the fact that, uh, yeah. all I could think about was the fact that I was going to miss a paycheck. Um, oh, Dora! Yes, I was just like, oh, like that's so, and it's not like because I needed that paycheck to live. I just, you know, all I could see was like my savings goals and what I have in mind and and those things. And what really needed to happen was that I needed to rest. I needed to recalibrate. I needed to rethink um, how I was going to like come back because I changed my schedule after that. uh, so that it could be more optimal so that I could have more sleep so I could have more me time so I think um but 
none of those things came until I surrendered to that. You know, I was locked up. I was in the house for three weeks. So, but that really, after, after I did, it really allowed me to do that. And it, so now that I'm back working, my schedule is so much better. You know what I mean? And I'm still, and, and the thing is, is I'm still working the same amount of hours, but just having that time to rest and then uh, changing my schedule just shifted a lot. And it's also made it so like, now that I am feeling a lot more social, um, I have the time and the space to do that. So it's a wonderful time. It's a- and on that note, I'm going to take another sip. Hey. Mm. <laughs> you ever just drink some water and just feel so blessed that you have that water? <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, sipping water and just gratitude out the ass. I just be like, sometimes I like, I can feel it just <laughs> rushing through, like hitting my bones. Like, I yum, just... inside shower. Yeah, shower on my inside. I can feel Rain it down on me, but like on my organs. Mm. Yep, splash. So. Um, August 25th, um, we also had Venus uh, opposite, Venus opposite Jupiter. So again, there are multiple truths. There was like, we're experiencing a push and pull. We're experiencing Virgo season. We're also experiencing kind of like, I don't know, like luck, luck and like love. Jupiter is the planet of... Um, it's a karmic planet. Ooh, it's the planet of luck. Fortune. Venus is the planet of luck. Lug. <laughs> Love. I just hit the blunt. Sorry, y'all. So we're experiencing like luck. If you're trying to date, I don't know. I mean, whatever. It's different. Well, girl, I'm dating. Look. <laughs> She's dating. Okay. Look, we making a way. Making a way. Black people are the future. Um. Yeah, so a lot of luck in, like, social life, a lot of luck in being charming, a lot of, you know, interesting relationships, whether they're long, short, you could be meeting some interesting people, you could be coming across, like, a brush of interesting people, and, like, I don't know, different, I don't know, like, different, different forms of intimacy are also like in this in this transit so again because we're if you're like dating and stuff and dating in like a pandemic you kind of have to find like ways to be safe and then also have fun so you know innovative (laughs) we're being innovative out here you know y'all are being innovative out here so um jupiter yeah i mean there's not a lot to say with that one however However, being charming and just being caught up there, there are some times where we can get lost in the sauce and just like, ooh, this person is interesting. Ooh, you got a lot of my motherfucking time. Ooh, ah, mm-hmm. like, this is so fun, like, being with you. Yes, that we can also um, put aside our responsibilities. Be mindful of that. That's all. Be just, mindful. Yeah, be mindful. Because a lot of times with this 
um, with this kind of transit, especially if you have it in your natal chart, you can be chilling. And then when you get involved with somebody, you can kind of set aside what you really need to do. So. See, I'm trying to get on a. I need a. a uh, you got just come over and meet me at my house when I get off at 3 a.m. so we can cuddle for a couple hours type of vibe. So I need you to compliment the lifestyle, not distract. Look, period. Yes. I'll squeeze you into my schedule. (laughs) Exactly. My people will call your people. That's why I love workaholics. But I am the workaholic, so I don't don't know that that would work right now. Um, I mean, people are making it work. If our schedules are opposite, yeah. Yeah. Timing. Yeah. But then time. But yeah, um, again, be mindful. There's a lot of like, again, a lot of push and pull sensations during this time. Um, we might feel a little. Why did that sound really freaky? Yes. You nasty. <laughs> you said sensations, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're right. But uh, (laughs) we might be a little tense, a little like our muscles might be a little bit more constricted. We have to remind ourselves to relax. Uh, It's not just Virgos who are uptight. It's not just people who have a lot of Virgo in their chart that are uptight with a lot of stress or a lot of responsibilities. Like even when we're trying to sleep in our beds, we have a hard time relaxing. So I do have some herbs. I have one herb that I want to talk about because I'm chatty. But, like, we have one herb that I recommend, and it's easy to access. It's fennel. Mmm. Fennel. I don't know about you, but, like, fennel makes my pee, like, really yellow. Like, highlighter yellow. Like, what is it? I don't I don't know what that's about. Oh, is it nettle? Is it nettle leaf? It's either... Never mind. I don't think I consume it consistently enough to even notice that. I'm just like, why is my pee so yellow? Y'all didn't need to know that. But like fennel. (laughs) So what I love about fennel is that it is an anti-inflammatory. It soothes your gases. So you can chew on the seeds after you eat something spicy or whatever. If you don't have the seeds, um, the tea is fine. I always use the tea. But fennel tea is great if you have like indigestion or like anything like that. So why I recommend fennel is because like Virgos, <laughs> Virgos think with their brain, but also their gut. Like they're very intuitive people. And so fennel nourishes both our brain brain and our gut. So like, so like that. Well, they say your it. gut, huh? They say your your gut is like your brain. It's like your, your second brain. brain. Yeah, and like, so. how are you supposed to like be intuitive if you got fucking gas? If you just gassy, this shit sucks. Like, no, but like, it's not just for Virgos. But if we are experiencing like that Virgo energy of like being caught up thinking too much, being in our thoughts, like, that shit will manifest itself in different ways. Stiff muscles, constipation. Smoke a blunt. Irritability. Like, (laughs) you can smoke a blunt, too. 
<laughs> smoke a blunt. You can smoke a blunt too. But if you want to have a cup of tea, <laughs> if you want to drink something, you can put some weed in it too, I guess. But like fennel. Fennel. I, yeah. Um, also, moss agate is the crystal that I want to recommend us keep during Virgo season. Um, is that how it's pronounced? Moss agate? Yeah, I definitely would have said a gate. Yeah, I like... Who else thought it was a gate? Or agate. Yeah, that's way better. Wait, did you say agape? Agate. Agate. Yeah, moss agate. So, it's a grounding crystal. If you've seen it, it's like... It's like milky white. And it's got green, like... Green spots on it. Um... Sometimes it can have, like, hints of red. Sometimes it can have, like, hints of, like, blue. But for the most part, it's, like, white and green. And it doesn't have anything to do, like, scientifically, it doesn't have anything to do with plants. But um, it's green. And it's literally, like, rock from inside of a volcano. And it's been processed for, like, years and years and years and years and years. So it is technically part of the earth so it's very grounding um and it reminds you of who the fuck you are you just get caught up and like what you gotta do your responsibilities your your growth thus far yeah moss agate brings you back home if you're afraid of coming home yeah it brings you right the fuck back um so I'm about to keep that shit in my pocket. Get into it. Get into it. 